0: Welcome to another episode of Before You Kill Yourself with your host, Leo Flowers. I am Leo Flowers. Today I want to talk to you about your thoughts. That's right. Those thoughts that just keep coming in and out of your brain. Sometimes they just seem to never leave. I was raking up the leaves in my backyard. We have AstroTurf down. You know, because I live in California where there's a a drought. Well, actually, there's no longer a drought. But just to save water, uh, we have AstroTurf. And I'm raking up the leaves because we have two trees in the backyard. We have this massive avocado tree. And not only is the tree massive, but the avocados are, to be honest, maybe two to three times the size of any avocado I've ever seen, right? I don't see these. I don't know what kind of tree this is. I don't know why they are so massive. These are avocados I would, I would expect to see in Japan. If you've ever been to Japan or seen their fruit, they grow these massive like watermelons and cherries like and grapes. All their fruit, they genetically engineer to be a 1,000 times the size. (laughs) Not all of their fruit, but they're just known to have very large fruit. So this avocado tree is massive, and then we have a Mexican apple tree. And as a result, there are leaves, just dead leaves falling into the backyard all the time. So every day... I have to rake up the yard or the backyard so that our dog can play back there. Because if I don't rake it, then she'll get back there and she'll eat all the leaves, get a stomachache, and then we have, an entirely, uh, we have an entirely another issue. We have a, a massive medical issue. So I'm back there and I'm, I'm raking up the leaves. And as soon as I get done, I look up to take pride in my work. And I realize there's already two or three leaves that are falling, cause the wind comes in and knocks down whatever old leaves that were just hanging on by a thread. So I go and I pick up the few leaves, and then more wind comes, and 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 more, and I just go, you know what? I just have to be happy with the work that I've done, knowing I've done the work to clean up the. Massive amount of leaves that were laying there. I'm going to keep using the word "massive" for whatever reason. I don't, <laughs> and and be done with it. And I realize my thoughts are like that. Meaning, you know, we get these thoughts to end our lives or whatever the intrusive thought is, whether it's uh, I'm going to get fired or they're not going to call me back or or they could even be like these positive but intrusive thoughts of tomorrow's gonna be awesome and great and, and um you know I'm gonna kill it and I can't, you know, they're gonna say this and we're gonna do that and you know, so sometimes we are inundated with uh positive thoughts. But but regardless, they both keep us up at night. And for those of us who've done the work, the meditation, the journaling, the uh, going to therapy, right? We've raked the leaves. We got out there in the backyard. We grabbed the rake, and we raked the leaves. We tapped into our childhood. We did some cognitive behavioral therapy, some DPT. Uh, maybe you did some ayahuasca. Like you did, you do all these things to rake the leaves, w- with the hope that I'll have a clean palate. There'll be no more leaves no more negative thoughts no more uh, intrusive thoughts n- uh, n- nothing about self-harming or hurting myself or hurting other people or or you know any grievances that I'm harboring no no resentful thoughts or ideas we think that because we got the rake we got in the backyard we did the work that it, it, it's, it's' that's it And as soon as we do the work and we see that leaf, you see that leaf coming down real slow, you're like, you better not, you better not land. What? I just did the work. I just meditated for an hour. I just prayed. I just left. I just left the therapy session. I raked the leaves. How dare you? You're showing up already? I don't even get an exhale. To enjoy, (laughs) I don't even get an exhale to enjoy a, a clean backyard before the thoughts start coming in. And I bring this up to as a reminder, right? That we're not raking the leaves, we're not going to therapy or reading the books, or journaling, or taking our medications, uh, or whatever we're doing to rake the leaves, or going for a walk, so that it stays clean forever, we do it so that it doesn't build up to the point where it's overwhelming. Imagine what the backyard would look like if I never... Went back there and raked those leaves. If I never put them in a trash and had them carried out. If I never, I was trying to come up with a third, if I never (laughs) had to have one. (laughs) But imagine if I didn't do anything at all. Then I would have to bring in help, right? It would be so overwhelming. I would actually have to maybe have to hire people to help me re- remove the leaves. It would cause some type of hazard, meaning like to get in the backyard to open the door. Maybe I can't even open the door to so many leaves back there. The, the it starts to cause other animals or insects to take root back there to live in the massive piles of leaves we already have snails back there and maybe other birds or other rodents might think it's okay to now make a home so now we have a a rodent problem or ants or even uh, something larger than that we have coyotes in the neighborhood and bobcats so it can, it can cause these other catastrophic events that then maybe we can't recover from, that makes living life impossible. Now, because we've never done any, we haven't raked any, any of the leaves back there, now it's taken over our lives. Now we can't even enjoy being at home in the house at all. We're putting all our energy, all our money, all our resources into cleaning up and taking care of the damage that was done from never raking the leaves, from never throwing out the, the putting them in the trash and then having them carried it out. It can feel hopeless and useless of what's the point of doing the work if I'm still going to be upset what's the point of doing the work if I'm still going to be frustrated or if my if I'm going to get into arguments with my significant other or friend if if people still aren't going to call me back if I'm still gonna you know end up crying in my pillow what's the point The point is, is that it could be unmanageable. Right now, the fact that we're able to do these things and show up for ourselves in these different ways, the fact that I'm able to just think about it, all I have to do is just grab a rake, go back there, and in a few minutes, done. It's manageable. So sometimes we want this zero-sum game. We want it all done right now. We want to get rid of these thoughts. We want them out of our minds forever. And we'll take any drug. We'll go on any retreat. We'll, we'll do any tactic, skill, strategy. We'll watch a YouTube video, how to get rid of your toxic thoughts, your negative thoughts forever. And it's not true. That breeze is gonna come through. There are gonna be some leaves that die. And then here comes that leaf, slowly sailing down, boom, lands on the in the backyard. And tomorrow, guess what? We gotta rake that leaf up. And the beauty is we're able to rake that leaf up that's that's the joy is that we can and now what I do is I go back there and I put my headphones in and, and I'm listening to music or a podcast now it's fun for me now what I do is I do the work here's what I've trained myself to do go back there rake the leaves and I don't look at the work that I've done I rake I throw them in the trash, and I come back inside. I no longer take that second to be like, oh, look at the work. Because you know why? Because I know I have to do it again tomorrow, and that's okay. That's okay. But if I stop and look, if I stop to look back on the work that I've done, I'm going to see the leaf, and it's going to churn my stomach. So why do that to myself? I'm going to rake, I'm going to bag, I'm going to go. RBG, baby. Not Ruth Bader Ginsburg. (laughs) (laughs) And so for those of you who are out there just like struggling with these intrusive thoughts and you're like, "I, I don't know how to manage it. I don't know how to rake the leaves. You know, we can do that through mindfulness meditation. And I know mindfulness is a word that gets tossed out a lot, but basically being mindful is just tuning in to our senses. When was the last time, like, you were eating and you just listened to yourself chewing? Where you looked at the different colors of the food on your plate? Is there some red, some blue, some green, some yellows? Or you've noticed the texture of the food that you're eating is it soft is it crunchy is it chewy what's the texture what does it smell like does it have a garlic smell a savory scent like what is the food and then noticing the temperature is it hot is it cold is it warm can you feel it actually going from hot to warm or warm to cold What's the temperature of the food? Does the temperature of you holding the bowl in your hands, is that different than the temperature that you experience in your mouth? Being mindful is about tuning in to our senses around it. We can even journal. That's another way to manage our thoughts, right? I like to journal with my non-dominant hand right if you're left-handed like i am then you'll journal with your right hand if you're right-handed you'll journal with your left hand if you're no-handed you journal with your feet like whatever you got to do to just jot down a few thoughts don't worry about your spelling or your grammar it's your journal no one else is going to read this and the beauty is it doesn't have to make sense to you like you write it you Tear it out your journal, and you either throw it in the trash, don't throw it in the toilet. We've seen enough signs of throwing paper in the toilet. The toilet is only for our excrement and our uh, bodily fluids and the toilet paper, but not writing paper. We put all that in the trash or in a recycle bin, right? So journal. And even if you're journaling the same thing over and over again, just freestyle journal. Whatever's on your mind, whatever you see, whatever your question is, just start writing. There's no wrong or right way to journal. That could even mean if you're not a big journaler, grab a magazine, cut some words out of a magazine and paste it in there. Right? Have fun. It's your thing. It's yours. Put whatever you want in there. Write the same word over and over. Use a crayon. Get a paintbrush. It's your journal. Whatever works for you. And then we could also manage our thoughts through cognitive restructuring, right, where we can reframe the thoughts. Sometimes, you know, you might have the thought where you go, I want to end my life. Well, let's restructure that thought and say, what part of my life do I really want to end do I? i mean is is it all of it or is there just a part of it that really sucks is it my the work life that sucks my home life is it my personal life my gym life my online life like what what part of my life am i feeling this really in my stomach or in my head or in my throat or in my shoulders like where am I? Where is a part of me that I really just want to get rid of? For myself, I know there have been times where I'm like, I just want to get rid of my head, like because I can be so in my head that I just want to screw it off and place it over to the side. So cognitive restructuring—that's a way for us to manage our thoughts and then also set boundaries. All right, we talk about setting boundaries all the time. You know, just because you, you know, don't just say yes to a thing. Uh, set a boundary around it. Be like, I can do that if, you know, such and such. Like when you sign a contract, they don't just go, yeah, you can have this money, you know. There are contingencies and boundaries that are in place. Like the bank will be like, yeah, we'll give you 50 grand, but we're going to need back from you uh, 7%, yada, 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 in a certain amount of time. Like they set boundaries around their yes. Set boundaries around yours. You know, when you um, are leasing something, they set boundaries around what they're leasing to you, they just don't give it to you. When you uh, even if you're renting shoes at a bowling alley, there are boundaries. Yes, you can have these shoes, but what we're going to need from you is ten dollars and you got to sign this form and sign a waiver that says if you get hurt that we're not responsible, Set boundaries. What? If there's something that someone's asking you to do and off the top of your head, you, you're thinking no. instead of just stopping at the no-go, What would make me say yes? And ask for that. That's the time to ask. When you have a hard no, but you're like, you know, but if you throw in such and such, then we can make it happen. And if they say no, great. You don't want to do it anyway. But if they say yes, what a bonus. Because now you're going to get, you know, whatever ridiculous thing that you asked for. You're like, yeah, I don't want to do it. But if you throw in a jet or... A hundred thousand, you know, flight miles or a vacation of Tahiti, whatever that is, um, set boundaries. If you say no, you know, it doesn't have to no doesn't have to be permanent. It can be like no for now. Check back in with me in a few months. Set boundaries. Cut your phone off. Don't don't have your phone on all the time, right? Um and, and I know that. That's not possible for some of us. Some of us are on call. But if you can, if you really can ask yourself, Do your phone really need to be on 24-7? And a lot of us would be like, yeah, but what if there's an emergency? Okay, when was the last time there was an emergency? How often do these emergencies happen? And let the people know that, um, listen, I'm going to have my phone off from this time to that time. Because I value you, but also value sleep. And I've had my phone on for you. I've my phone on for everybody. And uh, I'm, then I'm never rested. And then when you do need me for the emergency, I'm too tired to respond uh, appropriately, right? So set boundaries with your phone, with your television. If, you've been, if you watched an episode of a show, get up and go walk around for a while. I know we all love to brag about binge-watching a thing, but it, it really does affect our brain in a way that uh, hijacks our prefrontal cortex, our, our ability to think. So these things are manageable. Our thoughts are manageable. And if they are, that is the thing we have to be grateful for. So recognize that life is about taking action. Daily, we don't get a day off from life. Life is always happening every we don't want our heart to take a day off or our stomach to take a day off or our our autonomic nervous system to take a day. We don't want the government or the police to take a day off right um we These things our thoughts are something that's just gonna come and go. They're like leaves, and so just like leaves and the breeze. It's not personal. The breeze isn't like, oh, Leo Flowers just cleaned up the backyard. Let me kick the breeze up and knock some of these leaves down to mess up everything that he he just did. No, and our thoughts are like that, and life is like that a lot of the times. It's not personal. It's just how certain things operate. And that doesn't mean it's any less painful or hurtful. It just means that we have to, one, be aware of it, two, accept it to some degree, and then three, find ways to manage it. If we can't, you know, if it's a thing that we can't just walk away from or let someone else handle, right? And if you are struggling to really manage your thoughts, go to thrivewithleo.com one-on-one coaching with yours truly. Thank you for tuning in. Do me a quick favor and share this one episode with one other person that you would want to have a conversation with that you think this might resonate with. Just share it with one other person and let's get to tomorrow together.